And now, it's time for the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley, 1017, 1035, and 1460 WRAD. Welcome into the Tim Donnelly Show, bright and early on a Monday morning uh, here on the WRAD radio network, 101.7, 103.5, 1460 AM. I'm Tim Donnelly alongside producer Lobro here inside the Makadoo studio. Guests and callers join us on the Baker team hotline. That's 540-639-4900. And, and we start today um, knowing that today is a tough day for many, many sports fans. Um, and, and we are going to have in-depth conversations about the, the legacy of one of the greatest basketball players to ever live. Uh, Kobe Bean Bryant, Lakers legend, five-time champion, uh, two-time gold medalist, MVP, uh, two different jerseys, jersey numbers retired. There, there's really um, a, a very long and, and intricate legacy that he leaves having passed away uh, in a helicopter accident helicopter accident in Calabasas, California um, with, with he and eight other people aboard the, the helicopter, including his young daughter, Gianna. So uh, knowing that that is a... Uh, a complicated conversation to start. We are going to to uh, play just a, a small honoring, and then we will go straight into Gotcha Covered and continue with the conversation about uh, Kobe Bryant's legacy when we return. Uh, again, this is uh, a little little honoring of Kobe, followed by Gotcha Covered. Former basketball star Kobe Bryant oh, has been killed in a helicopter crash. Bryant attacking. Putting moves on James. Yes! Three seconds, two seconds for the win. Got it! Right at the drive. Oh! Kobe Bryant on a rack attack! Another three seconds. Kobe lost the dribble. Desperation three by Pittman. Here comes Kobe. Less than five from way outside. Got it! Oh, man! We remember the life of Kobe Bryant on WRAD. No one has time to catch all the games. Don't worry. Tim will get you covered. And it is a, a day like today where the biggest news in sports is is some devastating news with, with the passing of Kobe Bryant. And, and out of respect to Kobe, the, the other passengers on that helicopter, his daughter who was joining him uh, on, on the trip to one of her travel basketball games, we're not going to try to condense Kobe and, and his legacy and, and the others on that, that helicopter into a short segment on Gotcha Covered. We'll take the time to appropriately dive into it uh, each hour during the show. So, so we're going to move on out of respect and, and not uh, try to cram him in with, with a, a ticking clock behind him. We'll take our time to honor him appropriately later in the show. Elsewhere in sports, Super Bowl week begins right now uh, as, as the Chiefs and the 49ers get ready to face off against each other. Uh, in the past, if, if you look back, e- even as recently as the Broncos taking on the uh, Seattle Seahawks, the Legion of Boom Seahawks led by former Virginia Tech Hokie Camp Chancellor, and obviously the Broncos led by Peyton Manning and one of the best offenses of all time. When, when the best offense and the best defense match up in Super Bowl uh, attire, it, it usually bends the way of the defense, whether it's the 85 Bears, whether it's the Legion of Boom, whether it's the early 2000s Ravens. The best defenses always seem to pull it away. However, 
At some point, the rule changes in the sport. At some point, the player development, the schemes in the sport will flip that, and offenses will have the upper hand. What we get to find out this week is if the Chiefs, if Patrick Mahomes, and if Andy Reid are that particular changing point. Notre Dame's Mike Bray, uh, basketball coach, legendary, had some interesting things to say about his relationship and, and meaning Notre Dame's relationship with the ACC. Sometimes we are treated by officials like we haven't brought football as a full member, but we get a full share of the ACC network TV. Essentially saying he thinks because football uh, for Notre Dame is an independent and not part of the ACC in other sports such as basketball, they're being treated like an ugly stepchild. For that, I have to say this, Mike Bray. You're Notre Dame. The reason you're not a full member of football is because you're minting money. You have all of the advantages that college sports have to offer. You have all of the money that college sports have to offer. If you are complaining, you are complaining about uh, a mouse in the Empire State Building. It is not a problem. It's one mouse. It's one little thing. If you don't get every call that you want, the only reason you notice is because Notre Dame your entire career has gotten every call that you want. Welcome to life for the rest of us. Uh, just got to let you know, buddy, it gets more difficult from here. Matthew Judon of the Ravens, reportedly uh, expected to be a free agent this offseason, uh, reportedly a franchise tag and trade candidate for the Ravens, meaning they would sign him to a mandatory one-year deal, trade him out, uh, bring in a couple of prospects or, or a couple of picks. Here's the thing I want to tell. I want to tell the Ravens. You only have Lamar Jackson on a rookie contract for a couple years. Pay your other positions now, front load their contracts, and try to open up this window as long as you possibly can. If Lamar Jackson puts together another season or two like he just put put together, you're going to be paying him $45 million a year in the not-too-distant future. Before you have to cut that check, pay Matthew Judon. Pay Marcus Peters. Pay the rest. Pay Mark Andrews. Pay them all. Pay everyone. Because at a certain point, all of that money is going to go to Lamar Jackson. Hokie fans, listen up. The Hokies lost to Boston College over the weekend. It, it opened up my eyes to another lesson that the young Hokies have to learn. Yes, they have to learn how to win close games against good teams. And, and they're doing so, right? They lost a close game against Syracuse. They came back and beat North Carolina uh, at the buzzer in double overtime. They're making improvements there. The next lesson on their lesson plan has to be to blow out the teams that you are much better than. A team like Boston College should not have had the opportunity late in the game to hold off the Hokies. They should have been buried early on. They should have been losing by double digits early on. You have to learn to take the will of an opponent that is overmatched against you if you want to go on and achieve some of the goals that Mike Young has for this program. It's not a lesson that can't be learned. It's just a lesson that the Hokies have not learned yet. Also, Damon Hazleton, a guy that we knew was in the transfer portal, he will not be pulling his name out of the portal and coming back to Virginia Tech. He has announced a commitment to Missouri. This is one that the Hokies will miss. I always say look at offer lists of recruits if you want to see their true value because each offer from a legendary coach is a cosign. This is a cosign from this, the SEC, the Southeastern Conference, that Damon Hazleton is a legit playmaker and he's not coming back to Blacksburg. Get your Hokies fix with Tim. More of the Tim Donnelly Show next on WRAD. Kobe meant a lot to me growing up. Uh, I had both jerseys, 8 and 24, growing up. Um, 
You know, I feel like I studied his footwork game because I respected his. That's tough, man. You know, I was on the way to the arena when I got the news. Tim Donnelly show back here on the talk of the New River Valley. WRAD 101.7, 103.5, 1460 AM. As you just heard, a snippet of the impact that Kobe Bryant had as a basketball player on the next generation, as you heard comments from Zion Williamson, but also uh, from the moments that he created. Uh, That clip from a March 3rd, 2013 game against the Atlanta Hawks. Um, The moments that he created are tempting in a, in a day like today where you are are mourning, where you are thinking about the the life and legacy that someone like Kobe Bryant ha- has left behind for the next generation. It is tempting to think about him as Kobe Bryant, the fourth leading scorer in the history of the NBA, all-time great Laker, five-time NBA champion, two-time gold medalist, MVP, Oscar winner, but, but it is in moments like this that, that we need to think, and, and this is coming from someone who, who grew up on Kobe. Kobe was drafted in 1996. I was five years old. He was the young, cool guy straight out of high school. I followed him throughout his career. It is important that we think about him today not only as a tremendous athlete, but as a, a father to his four daughters, one of which was on that helicopter that tragically went down in Calabasas, California, along with him as a husband, as a friend, as a teammate, as a mentor, as someone that reached out to Shaquille O'Neal's son yesterday morning. Kobe and Shaq had a legendary beef, a legendary feud between the two of them that they have both since gone back and, and, and admitted regret surrounding the day that Kobe passed away, the morning of, he reached out to Shaq's son just to make sure he was doing okay. You have to think about him as a human. And not without flaws, not without missteps along the way, as no human is without. Now is not the time to talk about those things, but but it's important to acknowledge that he, as much of a, a superhero as he portrayed or much as a superhero as he projected, he was not. But the thing that impresses me most and the thing that, that I'm going to choose to, to pass along, right? When, when my kids, my grandkids, when, when someone younger than me uh, asks me to talk about Kobe or asks me who are the greatest athletes you ever watched and why, the things that I'm going to bring up about Kobe, and I, and I think this is true for most, are not just accolades. Right? I'm not just going to rattle off accolades like it's a grocery list. Oh, Kobe Bryant, five-time champion, finals MVP, a league MVP, averaged 35 points per game over a season, two-time Olympic gold medalist, and that performance against Spain got him the, the gold medal. Uh, Oscar winner. He won an Academy Award. I'm not just going to read off accolades. What I'm going to talk about, and, and this is what I truly believe is his legacy, is his determination and drive the 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 stories that i'm going to pass along aren't the stories of oh they 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 won game 7 
the story that I'm going to pass along is when he was on the U.S. Olympic team and everyone else thought they were getting up early uh, to, to get a jump on their day. These are the best athletes on the planet, right? His teammates, the LeBrons, the Kevin Durants, the Dwight Howards, the, the top of the top athletes in the world, when they thought they were getting up to get a jump start on their day, went down to get breakfast, Kobe walked in with his shirt dark gray with sweat. Talking about, oh, you guys, you guys just got up? I just did two hours in the gym. And when you guys go to work out later today, I'm going to be with you there too. No one will outwork me. Right? I'm not saying Kobe didn't have tremendous natural given skills, right? Because he's 6'6", six, six, and he can jump out the gym, and he, he's got hand-eye coordination and all those things. But, but those skills pale in comparison to his work ethic when it comes to what to credit for his outstanding athletic success. His legacy is hard work. And ironically, and, and this is the, the quintessential irony of the situation, the reason that helicopter was such a part of his life was because of the hard work that he had built into his brain, the obsessive drive to maximize every single moment of the day. I don't know if you guys know this about L.A., but there's quite a bit of traffic. And you can spend quite a bit of time sitting in your car. And for Kobe, that was unacceptable. Sitting in your car, you're not getting better. Sitting in your car, you're not spending time with your family. You're not enjoying your daughters. You're not working on your relationship with your wife. So he got the helicopter. And he could get to workouts in a fraction of the time. And he could get 45 more minutes in the gym and 45 more minutes at home with his daughters. And because of that, he's ridden that helicopter, I, I, would, I would estimate 10,000 plus times. And it's why he felt comfortable putting he and, and seven other passengers and a pilot in that helicopter to go to a, a youth sports game. Right? The, the irony of it is, he needed to maximize every second of the day, and that's why that helicopter was a part of his life. I think we could all learn a lesson from all that, too. And, and there's, there's probably an argument that, you know, in 41 years, he lived 70 years worth of life because he didn't wait like the rest of us. You know, it's like days like this, too, with someone like him, it, just, it makes you realize just how precious life is, how we have to take advantage of every single moment that we're given. Very, very, very much so. There's a, a cliche that athletes die twice. Once when they retire and once when they actually pass away. You know, it's it, there, there's a feeling of that that final game or when you come back to have your jersey retired and they do the 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 jumbotron honors and and they play the tribute videos and they raise your your jersey up into the rafters, it feels like almost funeral like, right? It feels like everyone's coming together to honor what you were. Kobe for me, it never felt like that. Right? His the 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 video that he used to basically announced that he was done with basketball. It was called Dear Basketball. Won an Academy Award. Right? It, 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 he had set himself up. His meticulous prep, his incredible passion, his, his attention to detail had set him up for an incredible life post-basketball. 
when his body said, you know, basketball's done. And that happens to every athlete. At some point, your body starts breaking down. His Achilles blew. His shoulder blew out. Right When his body said, you're done with basketball, his mind said, we got nine other things already on the fire. He was an incredible investor. At one point in time, spent $6 million to buy 10% of, of body armor drinks, like the, the, the energy drinks. Not the energy drinks, the like, like, uh, no, like athletic the, drinks. Yeah. A few years later, Coca-Cola bought body armor for $2 billion. Wow. In a couple of years, he went from a $6 million investment to a $200 million investment. Right? He, he made $194 million. He was an incredible investor. He put out books about female protagonist youth athletes in the vein of, of Harry Potter meets Casey at the bat. Because he had four daughters, and he looked around and said, no, 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 no. I don't need them idolizing men athletes. I need to give them young women in stories that are playing athletes and not love interests. He was set up, and it was an extremely successful series, the Weisenhardt series. Um, he, he's, he obviously had the storytelling of his, his uh, videos and movies that he was in development of. He had detail on ESPN+. He had set himself up for an as interesting second act as he had in his first act. And, and that is something that we can all learn from. I don't want to, I don't want to sound like I'm forgetting about the, uh, the eight other people on that, that helicopter. Each a, a devastating loss in their own right, including his daughter Gianna, including a couple other coaches and players uh, that were on that helicopter. It, it's just when, when someone like Kobe passes away, you feel like you know them. right? You feel like you grew up with them if you're of my generation. You watch them go through the trials and tribulations of life on a, a massively, massively national, if not international, scale. So, so I tweeted this out not long ago, and I'm going to reiterate it here. If you are looking for a way to honor Kobe Bryant, if you are looking for a way to, to pass along the memories you had of him, I think the most appropriate way would be to relentlessly chase your goals. He, he had a saying where he said, I don't communicate with lazy people. I don't understand them. We don't speak the same, same language, and I don't want to understand them. So, so all I can ask you and, and all I will try to do is speak the same language, is not be one of those lazy people that he couldn't even fathom relating to. Be one of the people that Kobe would have enjoyed a conversation with. Because you're chasing your goals, whatever that is. Right? If Kobe was a basketball player, he was driven to be the best. If he was a storyteller, he was driven to be the best. If he was a video producer, he was driven to win an Oscar. So whatever your goal is, chase it with Kobe-like determination. I think that is the way to best honor his legacy on a day where, where we mourn his passing and we celebrate his life. We'll talk about Kobe throughout the show, uh, so be sure to stick around for that. Uh, we'll be back after this with more of the Tim Donnelly Show. We remember the life of Kobe Bryant on WRAD. rotation of Bryant. Buckle up for Kobe Bryant! Kobe Bryant just sucked the gravity out of 
center. What a play! Another Kobe memory, April 29, 2003, against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, I mean, in, in, a, in a silver lining, there's plenty of highlights to remember, right? The, the, today, there will be no one short on, on memories to go back and, and help celebrate uh, Kobe Bryant, right? He, he lived his life in a public fashion, and, and he gave us plenty of, of reasons to, to look back and, and smile, uh, that being one of them. Uh, also, just a, a quote on, on Twitter from someone that was commemorating Kobe that, that kind of stuck with me. Um, and, and it's, again, along the lines of what we ended the segment on Kobe with before the break, uh, saying to honor him, go chase your passions, do what he would have done, be one of the people that he would have spoken the same language as. Um, and by the way, he did speak multiple languages, Italian, uh, Spanish, uh, and obviously English. I saw something that said, uh, those that died yesterday had plans for today. And it's, and it's deep, right? It's deep. Those Kobe had plans for what he was going to do Monday, January 27th. It's such a, like a simple phrase, but it like means like the meaning is like as long as a novel. Exactly. And, and, and Gianna Bryant and the, the teammates of Gianna Bryant that were on there, right? They had plans to practice today and probably had another game on Wednesday and they probably had friendships that they were going to develop and they wanted to go on and live lives. So, so tackle today, man, tackle today. Go all out. Don't save anything that, that you don't want to save. Right? Tell squash beefs. Tell people you love them. Right? Spend time with your family. Again, talking of silver linings. If there is a silver lining, you know, in their last moments, they had each other. Kobe and his daughter. Obviously, two peas in a pot. With that being said, it, it you know, we use sports and 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 we use athletes like Kobe to escape hard situations, right? There are people all over the world who were dealing with a, a tough moment and that Laker game came on and they were able to shut off the brain for an hour or two and watch Kobe go to work, right? Because no matter what else was going on in their life, whether it was a sickness, whether it was an argument, whether it was a you know money problem, whatever it was, you know, the Kobe shake and bake fadeaway was always just as pretty as, as it always was. So uh, in the spirit of that, we are going to talk some sports today. In the spirit of that, this will not be three hours of, of Kobe memoriam. Because he, he would have wanted us to go <laughs> ahead and tackle what we were going to tackle today. And, and, and I don't know Kobe, right? I, I never was invited to his 4 a.m. workouts. I never got to sit around and drink a bottle of wine with him as he described his getting better with age to be Vino-like, right? I, I was never assistant coach on his girls' basketball team. But I do believe that he looked at sports and, you know, he held sports in a very high regard. He thought they were extremely important. So on a day like today, I don't think he would be upset with us saying, hey, sports are still important. So, so let's move on. Not move on from his memory, but, but move on uh, in the show to, a, to a, another sports topic. And, and I think that's appropriate. And one of them, the sports topics that we're going to move to, and there's no easy transition here. You can, there, there, there's no way to make this sound like, oh, going from that to something equally as important, because it's just not. 
Um, but but Notre Dame's Mike Bray, the basketball coach, as I said in the, the Gotcha Covered segment at the top of the hour, had some interesting comments after their loss to one of the best teams in the country, Florida State. First of all, I want to point out, I am always in favor of the officials getting it correct. Always in favor of the officials making the right call. But I am also never in favor of coaches and players copping out and saying it was the referee's fault. I'm fine with acknowledging it, but when you start whining, when you start complaining, when you start making it about something that it's not, that's when I start to have a problem with it. Notre Dame's Mike Bray said this in a long tirade against the officials. Sometimes we are treated by officials like we haven't brought football as a full member, but we get a full share of the ACC network TV. Now, what that means is Notre Dame did not bring football in as a full member of the Atlantic Coast Conference when they joined the Atlantic Coast Conference and other sports, namely men's basketball. So what happened there is they get an equal share of the ACC network money of ACC revenue sharing, but they don't bring football as a full-time member to the squad. They still make their own money on their own TV deal, which is gargantuan. And he thinks that the officials in games are officiating differently based on what their football team is doing in conference alignment. First of all, that's a stretch. First of all, that's a, that's you're, you're connecting dots that are pretty far apart there, Coach Bray. And I'm a Coach Bray fan, right? He spent time at the University of Delaware. He actually uh, sent one of his assistants to be the head coach of Delaware, right? I, that guy, me and him, the, 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 the connections are more than just I watch him on TV. I like that guy. But the moment Notre Dame, the Notre Dame, starts complaining as if they are the ugly stepchild, if uh, starts complaining as if they are cast aside or not given every advantage in college sports is, is the day they've completely lost touch with reality. The reason why you are not a full-fledged member of the Atlantic Coast Conference in football is because you're too busy printing money. The advantages that you are given because of who you are and the agreements that you have far, far, far outweigh anything that could possibly be construed as a negative. Oh, you got to go make so much money that other people are envious of you. Ah, I feel bad. Oh, by the way, 90% of recruiting and facilities and everything comes down to cash, and you have more of it than everyone. You're lost in your own bubble, Notre Dame. You are lost in your own bubble. Woe is me. You got first world problems. You don't have enough room in your garage for your four Lamborghinis. You got first world problems. Oh, we're so advantaged. We make so much more money than everyone else in the Atlantic Coast Conference. We have so many more people wanting to watch us in football that our basketball team doesn't get the call. Everyone suffers bad calls. Everyone. It's the first time something hasn't gone your way. (laughs) Welcome to every other school's reality. You think Virginia Tech, when they're playing the number five team in the country, is getting the benefit of the doubt with the officials? 
No. Heck no. Heck no. You think NC State, when they're playing a top five team in the country, has the officials looking to give them calls? Heck no. Pitt, Boston College, Miami? No. Everyone wants Notre Dame. Everyone. Because you bring you you put butts in the seats, you bring cash to the table. There's a reason you've made it into the, the college football playoff and gotten blown out. Remember when you saw Alabama in the, the national championship game? Blown out. Remember when you saw Clemson in the college football playoff semifinal? Blown out. Remember when you had guys like Luke Herringody? Her- what was his name? He was a multiple-time All-American, and then he was nothing in the NBA because turns out he was just a bunch of Notre Dame hype. The, the moment the, the rich start complaining because they're not as advantaged as the poor is the moment the NCAA is completely turned upside down and Mike Bray is asking for it. Let's take a break. When we come back, it's Super Bowl week. Football news coming out of, of, of Super Bowl week. Stick around. The WRAD Talk Network, 1017, 1035, 1460 AM, the TuneIn app, and WRADradio.com. More of the Tim Donnelly Show next on WRAD. Daddy A watching Kobe. Scooping, driving, and putting it in. How in the world did he do that? As we continue to celebrate Kobe, Kobe Bean Bryant, International flavor, unbelievable player. You heard Lonzo Ball, um, a teammate of Kobe's uh, during Lonzo's rookie year, one of one of Kobe's final, um, and then a highlight from March sixth, two thousand and nine, versus the Houston Rockets. You really don't realize how how long that guy played twenty years. Wow! In the NBA, uh, all for one team, he won. I mean, five championships in twenty years, which essentially tells you one fourth of the seasons that he lined up. He won an NBA championship, and and I mean that's as surface level as his statistics can possibly be, right? The the the, the deeper you dive into his career, the more impressive you see. Um, but I also, and it's and it's the 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 difficulty of the nature, right? We knew him as a basketball player. We watched him on numerous Christmases play basketball. We watched him in the finals play basketball. I mean, the guy was a father. Guy was was uh, was a husband who battled for his relationship. Again, like I said earlier, not without flaws, as none of us are. But when so many others would have given up on his his relationship, right? Wife filed for divorce, and uh, he didn't give up. You know, and and as you know. Kobe would do so many, so many times, worked his way through it, and actually, in a joint statement, uh, you know, a year or two later, after his wife filed for divorce, they announced that they were calling it off and staying together. I mean, that's, you know, it's not easy, it's not ideal, but it's it's something to be commended for, right? Not throwing that away, understanding the importance of the relationship. So, so again, Kobe, he's a person, and he's and he's passed away. And we'll continue to honor him throughout the show today and and continue to honor him, you know, through our work ethic from now until whenever, forever. Um, let's talk a bit of football because it is Super Bowl week and, and the, the Chiefs and the Niners will be doing 
you know, what Kobe was so driven to do, right? One of them will walk away with a championship trophy. So, so you know, one of them will, will mark their name with greatness. You know, Kobe was legendary for only using one stat to talk trash. And it was how many championships he had, right? There's, there's a legendary clip uh, in an all-star game where him and Michael Jordan are going back and forth. Uh, this would have been when Michael Jordan was with, with Washington. And uh, they called a foul on Kobe. And Michael Jordan looked at him and said, you only got three. You don't have six, right? You, you don't have six. You don't get that call. And all Kobe was saying was, okay, I'm going to try to get six, though. Finished with five, right? And, and if someone was talking trash to him, he was known to just hold up five fingers. Like, what are you going to say to that, right? He understood what greatness was, and he understood what the ultimate goal was. It wasn't points. It wasn't, you know, for, if, if he were looking at the Super Bowl, he wouldn't be impressed that, that Patrick Mahomes has thrown for this many touchdowns and this few interceptions through his first two years as a starter. He wouldn't be impressed that, that the San Francisco defense was able to bottle up these other teams in the first rounds of the playoffs. He'd be telling them, listen, you're one game away from me being impressed. So, so you, you look at this game and you think either this San Francisco 49ers defense, led by Richard Sherman and Bosa and DeForest Bunkner, right? either this San Francisco defense is going to mark its spot in greatness, or you're going to look at the other side and you're going to see Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. And you're going to say they're going to put their stamp on greatness. So it almost comes down to offense versus defense. And unlike basketball, where Kobe was you know, one of the greatest scorers of all time and a routine member of the all-defensive team where you play both, that's not how it works in football. So you, so you need to look at this with different glasses, right? You need to look at this with this is best on best. This is strength on strength. This is one of the best offenses against one of the best defenses. What's going to win? And in the past, it's, it's, it's more than likely when this type of best on best combination happens, the defense that comes out on top, whether it's the Buccaneers. Remember how great those Buccaneers teams were? Uh, and, and that defense going up against one of the best offenses in the, lead, led, in the league, led by league MVP Rich, Rich Gannon or whether it was the Denver Broncos with record-breaking Peyton Manning, league MVP, up against Legion of Boom, Seattle. right? Or, or whether it's uh, the Giants led by Kerry Collins and a great offense up against the Baltimore Ravens and Ray Lewis in an all-time great defense. It's been the defense that has come out on top. But at some point, there will be a flip. At some point, the NFL will put in the extra rule, the extra offensive aiding rule, that will flip it and will make defense wins championships irrelevant. Or there will be some player that comes along and is able to take the offensive game to a level that even the best defenses can't slow down in the biggest game of the year. Maybe that's Patrick Mahomes. Maybe that's some of this defensive pass interference review. Maybe that's the, the defenseless receiver protecting quarterback rules that have been enforced differently. Maybe it's Andy Reid. Maybe it's 
the speed of Hardman and Hill and Robinson. Maybe it's Travis Kelsey. Maybe this Chiefs team is the team that looks at a great defense and says, you can't stop us anyway. And I am fascinated to see this Sunday, February 2nd, Super Bowl Sunday, I'm fascinated to see if if this is the offense to buck the trend. Right? I'm tired of people saying defense wins championships. Offense wins games. And a championship is nothing but another game. That's how I believe. That's what I <laughs> that's what I hope to see this this Sunday. Uh, again, as we continue here today, there is a, an, an overarching theme to the show that is celebrating uh, Kobe Bean Bryant, the legendary basketball player, legendary NBA icon, uh, five-time champion, two-time gold medalist, hardest worker in the room in just about every room he's ever been in. Uh, so we're going to continue to do that as, as this show moves along. We're going to continue to weave in other sports stories. Because, you know, in honor of Kobe, I do believe he held sports high in his personal regard. And, and I believe many of the lessons that he learned came uh, within an athletic arena. So when we come back, it will be Hokie Hour. We will still keep talking Hokies. We will still keep talking Kobe. That's next right here. Tim Donnelly Show. <laughs> 